Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. Hey, y'all know what time it is. Grab your vices, um, relax, um, and let's get straight to it. This is Miss B, straightforward with Miss B, and this is episode 56 um, of the podcast. I hope everybody has had a wonderful, wonderful week. Um, I guess the past two weeks, it seems like um, my schedule has kind of changed from posting podcast episodes on a weekly basis to now a little bit, a little bit more on every two weeks. They give me a, you know, give me some time to do what I got to do, come up with some very decent topics, you know, a lot more um, in-depth as far as information goes and what I want to share with the public. So thank you guys for continuing to support the podcast. And we're going to get into a tricky little topic today. Um, and the reason why I chose this particular topic is because of an article, um, an article that I came across um, in regards to an alleged, uh, well, the death of a six-year-old, um, Jaliah Eason out of the Bronx, New York. I don't know if anyone um, who's listening have heard about this situation. Um, but let's, let's first start off with a little bit of detail as to um, what happened in this incident. Okay, so according to, this is the New York Daily News, a mother um, whose six-year-old daughter was found dead in their Bronx apartment um, was given supervised release today as she faced a potential homicide charge. Um, Lanijah Eason, uh, which is the mother's name, was waiting to be um, fitted for an ankle monitor before getting sent back to the home where her daughter, um, Little Miss Jelia, um, was found unconscious early Friday in the family's home. Authorities are awaiting autopsy results before determining if homicide charges are warranted in this case. Um, in the meantime, Eason has been hit with child endangerment charges for allegedly neglecting and harming her other two children, um, which is an eight-year-old boy and a three-year-old girl. The investigation into this case calls and manner of the defendant's six-year-old child death, concern, um, death continues, um, stated the Bronx District Attorney, Darcel Clark, in a statement. Um, she was given supervised release at arraignment. Um, she will remain in custody until an ankle monitor is installed. Um, court documents describe an incest, uh, insect-infested apartment um, that reeked of rotten food, feces, and urine. Um, a little bit backstory: Cops who responded to a 911 call observed so soiled clothing and linen and open containers of food stacked up into piles and covering the floors of the apartment. The young boy had countless small lacerations in various stages of healing on his back, scalp, arms, and legs. This was according to a criminal complaint. 
Cops also said that the little boy had a laceration to his forehead and a deep healing laceration on his scalp. The surviving girl had a long discolored scar to the right side of her waist and a widespread discolored rash to her inner thighs and buttocks. I take care of my kids by myself. This is what the mother, Miss Eason, told cops, um, according to their complaint. Quote, unquote, no other adults live in my apartment with me and my kids. Neighbors recall the family's resident as a house of horrors with Eason constantly screaming at Jelia and her siblings. One neighbor described hearing howls from the apartment before cops found the little girl with bruising and trauma to her chest and neck. Jeliah was pronounced dead shortly after 4 o'clock a.m. Friday at Lincoln Hospital. Jeliah's siblings were in the apartment at the time. They were unharmed although police spotted bruises and what appeared to be ligature marks from old injuries on both children, cop sources stated. Mommy hit me. This is what the boy told police when asked, although the child said the assault happened in the past. The Administration for Child Services responded to the home for allegations involving the oldest child, at least twice, according to a police source with knowledge of the case. And this particular article, again, um, just stating my sources, this is the New York Daily News. Um, This was written by Thomas Tracy and Leonard Green and published on their website on May 30th, 2023. Um. First, before I just, you know, we get deeper into this discussion, um, my condolences goes out um, to the other loved ones, grandparents, maybe cousins, uncles, aunts, um, uh, if she had them of the little girl, Jelia. Um, also, I would like to send out my prayers. Uh, to the other two um, children, the eight-year-old and the three-year-old. Hopefully at this time, um, they are either, you know, in custody with Child Protective Services or um, a relative, you know, have um, went and, and picked up and, you know, is taking care of these kids as of today. Because the 30th was, what, two days ago? These type of situations had me thinking about the unfortunate relationships between children and their mothers. Um, I know that we hear about situations such as this 
um, with other, you know, with fathers as well or grandparents or, you know, an aunt, an uncle or a cousin who may have been, you know, uh, abusing, <clears throat> abusing their little cousin, their niece, you know, their nephew, their grandchild. But for specifically for this particular episode, I just wanted to mainly focus on, you know, these heartening, disheartening relationships between mothers and their children, you know, or if they only have one child um, and their child. Before we go a little bit deep into this discussion, um, I did want to pull up uh, a few statistics just to give everyone just an idea, um, idea of the magnitude of these type of situations. So according to the statista.com website, um, and this was published February 2023. Um, this was a survey done in the year 2021. Um, and the data basically came from the National Child Abuse and Neglect Data System, um, which the acronym is NCANDS. Um, NCANDS collects um, the case level. This is case level data on children who received child protective services response in the form of an investigative or alternative response. Of course, each state has its own definition of child abuse and neglect based on standards set by federal law. Um, child abuse is defined as any recent act or failure to act on the part of a parent or caretaker, which results in death, serious physical or emotional harm, sexual abuse or exploitation or an act or failure to act which presents an imminent risk or serious harm um, to that child. So just to give everyone perspective, the number of child abuse victims that was reported in 2021 by each state's, well, a as a collective of the state level child protective services, um, in 2021 alone, there were 210,746 victims who were abused or neglected or even murdered, in this case, by their mother. Hear that again. There were 210,746 victims, victims who were failed by their mothers 
and that's the top of the list. Second to that were fathers. Um, there were 132,363 victims that were failed by their fathers. Um, children who were in two-parent homes came in third with 111,000, I mean, 111 and 100,000 victims. 31,000 were relatives. A friend or neighbor, it says on the list, 4,000 victims. And 1,854 child abuse victims by a foster parent. Now, if we go even deeper into the statistics, <clears throat> child abuse rate in the United States, this is again for the year 2021 alone, by race, ethnicity of the victim, right? Number one on this list, this um, this particular data set, um, this is percentages rate, the percentage rate per 1,000 kids. Number one on the list, um, there were American Indian or Alaska Native uh Victims, number two on the list to that was, well, the American Indian or Alaska Native, that was 15.2%. Number two that came in was African American at 13.1% per every 1,000 kids. This is so this type of situation is so disheartening um again to hear when mothers um take it upon themselves to abuse their kids. And when I mention the word abuse in this context, I'm speaking of across the gamut. You know, to me abuse encompasses any type of abu- of abuse or any any negative act that we can categorize as being a form of abuse. This is, could be neglect, starvation. It could be um, emotional abuse, manipulation. Um, it could be constant arguments. It could be, of course, um, assault of some sort, whether it's sexual or physical uh, physical assault. Um, but to know that 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 mothers are number one on this list in the year of 2021 as being the perpetrators of these type of relationships is very, very scary. And like I said, 
we can Google, we can look at the news. It seems like every other day we may hear of some instance where um, a quote-unquote mother has done something crazy and evil to their own kids. And it has me thinking, like, why even, why bring, and I, you know, and then we had that discussion some episodes back about postpartum depression, um, some females, you know, having, going through psychosis. They have these psychotic episodes maybe after giving birth. Um, like the the lady I believe we was talking about down in Florida um, that killed her three kids. You know, we, we talk about these different situations. Um, and, again, I do think that mental health definitely plays a part in it, whether it's the mother, like I said, going through these mental episodes, or the mother um, maybe deals with um, being bipolar and just having been diagnosed maybe or even, you know, medicated for it. Um, however, there are you know, there is a large number of women who may not necessarily suffer from these types of things and just, and they're just plain old evil. They're evil. Now, whether or not they're evil out of just their own right or they're evil because of maybe, you know, uh, maybe childhood traumas and things that they personally went through and once they got older they carry them they carry these things with them and then it just happened to transfer over um through them and onto their kids you know whatever the case may be there are women in this world who are playing on evil and if you know that you that if you understand that about yourself if you have done self-reflection upon yourself and you truly know who you are and what you are capable of, good or bad, it's hard for me to understand why you then have kids. Why do you put yourself in that predicament to have kids? Now, speaking from a personal standpoint, you know, although I pretty much kind of grew up to where I always knew that I didn't want to have kids, right? I think a portion of that with me making that decision for myself was some emotional mental traumas that I kind of went through as a child. And the last thing that I wanted to do was bring all that negativeness, that negative energy onto, onto, you know, onto a kid. And that, and I think that it, that's probably part of maybe just the, the lifelong fear that I've always had and the reason why I've never wanted to have kids. Because you just never know. You just never know. I think it might have been a portion of my life, late 30s, early 40s, where I did think about, hey, maybe I do need to, you know, procreate, bring someone in this world so that I can pass my legacy down um, to someone. 
But then, you know, that was a quick thought in and out. And I just, just didn't have that feeling again. Who knows? Maybe something will change. And, you know, I'm not a bad person. I, I turned out to be a wonderful, despite I've turned out to be a wonderful human being who does understand who she is through and through. But, hey, that is me. And I can't speak for everyone else. I can't speak for every other female in this world. But what I can kind of halfway speak to or just recognize is based on these statistics, based on this situation that happened with um, little old uh, Jelia Eason, we know that something is, 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 is terribly wrong in this world and, and the people who decides to have kids and them wanting to hurt their own kids. Now, mind you, even in the article, this young lady stated, hey, there's no other adult in this household. I don't know if she might have boyfriends that she could, a boyfriend or somebody she could be possibly covering up for. Who who, who knows? Um, but she basically stated outright she's the only one to take care of them three kids by herself. And I'm sure for this young lady, it's a lot. It's a lot of hard work. But no matter, no matter how hard the work is at being a mother, you was in a situation where you chose motherhood. You chose the lifestyle for yourself. And if you have these young kids, you should you you should know not to not to treat these kids. These kids ain't did nothing. To you. They may get on your nerve. True enough, they may get on your nerve. You may have long days of work, and you come home, and you might ask them to eat the food, and they don't want to eat the food, or whatever the case may be. You know, and they talk back to you. Yeah, these kids they grown. But nothing should ever, I mean ever, ever, ever make a mother turn to violence. Ever. But I'm not speaking too soon on this situation. I'm just reading from the article itself because I do believe in, you know, letting the law do what they're supposed to do, investigation, you know, doing a, a thorough investigation on what happened, what could have happened, um, and, 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 and allowing law enforcement to settle this thing out and, and you know, um, find out what truly happened in this situation. If it was a case where she was taking care of her kids herself, uh, needed help. Now, another thing that we need to kind of talk about too in this situation is that neighbors, um, I'm, because, because child protective services had shown up to this apartment, um, you know, a couple of times before, um, you know, regarding some other incidents. Um, I don't know if this is because neighbors 
had been maybe calling them, you know, letting them know, hey, I'm hearing a lot of screaming and things, crazy noises out of this apartment. Can you please come by, do a welfare check? You know, you might have some neighbors who, 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 you know, did that. Um, however, I'm sure you probably have neighbors in the same apartment building who, who has never thought about calling the cops, who's never thought about calling CPS um, to send someone out and probably have heard these these howlings and these, you know, loud cries and things of that nature going on in this apartment for quite some time and just didn't say shit because you know how we are. We always like to mind our own business, but sometimes minding our own business can be a true detriment. We can't, we got to understand that certain circumstances we all need to mind our own business. We we need to be a little nosy and then being a little nosy, then do what we feel we need to do. At least call the cops and say, hey, could you just, you know, I'm hearing some strange noises. Can you please send someone out to do a welfare check? That's the least. And you, and you can call in anonymously to do that. <laughs> so, for those neighbors who may have heard these things going on for quite some time or even heard, may, you know, m- maybe overheard some craziness going on the night of when this little girl was uh, was murdered, um, should have called, you know. Something should have, could have, or maybe could have happened much sooner than what it did as far as, like, the cops coming out and, you know, unfortunately this little girl was deceased. But back to the subject, motherhood. Ladies, what are we doing? Like, what the fuck are we doing? You know, why are we making our kids subject to this torment? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for everybody. You know, if it's hard on you, it's 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 a lot of programs out there that you know that may assist you. If you if you feel as though, hey, I'm 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 getting to the point where I'm I'm losing my mind, and you know these kids driving me crazy, and I just feel like something bad may happen. Hey, seek some help. Seek some help. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Seek some help. Y'all mothers have to understand that, hey, it's okay. It's okay to seek help. It's okay to see a therapist. It's okay to, you know, maybe get a mental evaluation. A lot of y'all need a mental evaluation. especially in the black community. Because we always think ain't nothing wrong with us or we so used to maybe growing up in that environment, seeing our parents or seeing our grandparents act a certain crazy-ass way and we think it's okay and we, you know, we, we've seen it generation after generation after generation and we're so immune to it. 
to the point where we feel as though this is just normal activity. You know? This is just normal activity. This is how it goes. This is how I'm supposed to act. No, no, the fuck it ain't. So we got to do better. And every time I, I hear of these cases and, you know, you know, I look at historical stuff all the time on the Internet, documentaries or uh, true crime stories and things of that nature. And, and, and we just come across so many instances where the mother has has either neglected kids Killed the kid, murdered the kids like the one mother years ago where she put the baby in the in the oven. Like, what the fuck? What is wrong? It's not okay. And if we, as family members, relatives, neighbors, uh, friends or whatever the case may be, and we see this type of stuff happening, or we or we just see a situation and we feel as though, hey, this this a little extra right here. You know what I'm saying? We need to be able to speak up. We need to speak up and let these mothers know, hey, this ain't this ain't the way to go. And if you keep acting like that towards your kids, I'm gonna call the police or I might call the CPS. We need to take it that far because at this point. You know, we don't want something terrible and tragic to happen. These kids deserve a life, deserve to live a fulfilling, productive, prosperous, joyous life. They deserve it. So we may continue this discussion and I'll definitely like to hear your thoughts on this as always, you know, DM me your thought, uh, write it in the comments on YouTube, but or even on social media. My allergies are kicking in. Um, but I like to hear you guys' thoughts. Like, how do we help women? You know, I'm all about pointing out what's wrong or just sharing my thoughts, you know. Um, but also trying to figure out solutions to these problems. Um, and I know that we can't save the world. However, each and every one of us can do our part. Um, we can do our part. You know, I really do hate that this little girl's life had to be taken away. 
Um, and now this this and she looks looking at the pictures of the mother. Um, she looks to be a young girl as well. Uh, maybe in her late twenties, early thirties, probably still in her twenties. So now her life is. You know, unfortunately, her life is if she, you know, she's found to be the one um, who's caused harm to her kids. Uh, of course, they're going to most definitely um, send her to prison, charge her and send her to prison. And now she would be taken away from her kids. So everybody suffers in this type of situation. <laughs> But I'm just curious as to, you know, what is it that we can do as a community to help safeguard uh, safeguard these kids? Um, I did want to touch on something else before we got out of here. Today, um, if you go back through the episodes, um, Um, dang, I just saw DC Young Fly, his baby mother, Jackie, passed away due to, like, some complications during a mommy makeover, uh, procedure. That's so sad. That is so sad. That is so sad. I know DC, shout out to, you know, he's from Adamsville, west side of atlanta shout out to him prayers to him and his family um and now he has his little girls he got to take care of hey that's crazy that's crazy um but i did want to Give a quick little update. So, you know, episodes, many, many episodes ago, um, and you guys can search through those. We talked about Nicole Linton, the, the female over in L.A. who was traveling like a, 130 miles per hour and crashed and killed all those people. I believe 11-month-old was killed as well. Um, There was a, a recent update in regards to um, her. Um, Nicole Linton's defense attorney, has made quite an argument in court uh, recently claiming that she may have suffered a seizure um, when she traveled 130 miles per hour through a busy intersection in L.A. before crashing and killing six people. Um, the incident, which occurred back in August 2022, um, led to the demise of a pregnant woman named Ashiri Ryan, her 11-month-old son Alonzo, and her boyfriend uh, Raynal Lester, um, who were headed to a prenatal care checkup. Two other victims also died at the scene at the intersection of La Brea and Slauson Avenues. Um, 
Linton's attorney, however, Jacqueline Sparagna, excuse me, has since told a judge that they plan on bringing on board a neurologist that specializes in seizures. This strongly indicates that there will be an argument made about the possibility of Linton, a nurse from Texas, um, suffered a burst of uncontrolled electrical activity in the brain in the moments leading up to the crash. Um, she, the attorney stated that we are going to put on a defense at the preliminary hearing, which is rare. Everything that the doctor has reviewed is consistent with her having a seizure. Nicole wasn't sleeping for days and insomnia can cause seizures. Um, added that those suffer a seizure while driving usually feel their body get tense um, when she alleges that she would explain why Linton's foot um, was still on the pedal when she caused a fiery crash. Uh, prosecutors, however, had previously argued um, there was no evidence backing claims that Linton had a seizure behind the wheel. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what this doctor, um, I guess they, you know, first it was mental issues that she had been suffering, now it's seizures. So it's kind of like all over the place at this point, but it's going to be interesting to see. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. what comes of that so anyway I appreciate everybody tuning in for this this kind of a uh, little bit on the deeper side episode here today um, thank you again for always tuning in um, follow us um, share like subscribe we are on all um, podcast streaming platforms as well as social media um, and thank you all again as always um, for the support peace out <laughs>